you for joining us for this episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane with Voice Matters, and my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. I don't know, maybe I'm working on a theme song for you. <laughs> it can happen. a good theme song. I think <laughs> I have a theme song. Yeah, my friends, I used to joke about that. What would what would be like your walk up song? Of course, I, I don't have a good idea at the moment, but yeah, when you're a speaker, you have those songs. I have songs that get me, you know, going, and sometimes I have a few that I have on rotation. Like, okay, I, I need my song. It's mine. <laughs> but I mean, personalized, like custom theme song. I think we should all have one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's something for all of us to think about and hit us up at solopropro.com if you if you have some at the ready, but that kind of aligns with our topic today since we are likely around mid-January by now and the the newness of the year might be the luster might be falling off and fading. So we want to talk about all the ways that we can keep ourselves motivated and keep ourselves shiny and just ready, ready for this year, ready to make it as best a year as we can. And if that's a walk-up song, awesome. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. You know, it's, we all know what happens in, you know, January, bright, shiny new year, and we're, we're ready for it. Blank slate. And, and we're all full of, you know, we're coming off that holidays where we celebrate it, although this year we're exhausted. But, you know, January is a good month. It's, it's fresh. And we have these resolutions or these goals that we set collectively, not just as solos. And then like somewhere around mid-month, a lot of stuff starts to fall away because reality hits you. You know, it you does. go back to an inbox that's overflowing and your clients want stuff. and you know, the dog threw up and, you know, the kids got kicked out of school. There's projects due. There's too many athletic events. You know, your mother-in-law is, is being a pain, whatever it is, like life intervenes. And suddenly those goals, you're, you miss a day, then another day, then another day. And then it's just a memory. Right. Then you're back on the hamster wheel. Yeah. You're on the hamster wheel. (laughs) So what, Today, we want to just talk about some of the ways that we can keep that positive momentum that comes in January going through the rest of the year. Yeah, I I think one way that I'm really trying to be conscious of is to just take a pause when you sense that steamroller mentality or when that steamroll activity is, is about to set off. And it it does help. I th- I think for the if, if for nothing else, the primary point of I do have the power to take even thirty seconds and say, okay, what's next? And and I think if if you allow yourself those moments, even if it's just once a day, I think yeah. you'll see that your stick to itiveness. Um, it's definitely helpful because yeah, let's face it. By the time this time of year hits, we've blown through all the Christmas chocolate, so <laughs> so our yeah. sugar cravings are kicking in, and we're like, "What do you mean I only have rice cakes?" <laughs> and maybe you know, maybe you finally take it down the the holiday lights, which I I'm always sad about. I'm thinking, leave them up through February. Winter is bleak enough, but 
I think just taking whatever time you need to reset yourself as often as you need to, I think is one helpful way. I also think getting in the habit of gratitude. So we know about gratitude journals or, you know, writing something you're thankful for on a piece of paper, putting it in a jar. So now you have a jar that you're collecting that you just pull out. But something that I've gone back to doing this year that I had gotten away from is at the end of every week, I just take a couple minutes and I already have like, have a physical planner and I already have like little blocks set up. I write down, you know, what went well this week and then what I need to improve. Mm -hmm. So if I am working on a goal and I didn't, you know, hit the goal every day, that's okay. What can I do to make sure that next week I'm, you know, getting better at it? And, and I always keep this mantra that, you know, has stayed with me for years, progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes when we set out, we think that we have to be perfect at things. And then when we become imperfect, we let it go. I don't do that. I just look at, hey, this is my baseline. And you're not going to start out something and be perfect. That's what the whole goal is about. And the whole journey is about it's learning to get better at it. And so taking that time every week to just be honest about, okay, what could I have improved this week? And then write that down so that next week I have a plan to handle those little stumbles And then what went well? Like, what were the wins? Because what I find is that if you don't write it down where you can look at it, you forget about all the things that went really well. And because something goes well, and then 10 million things come at you and you forget, and you're running to the next thing and you're doing the next thing. And it's like, you forget like, Hey, my client sent me this really nice email that said how great I was, or wow, this campaign went off flawlessly or wow, this, you know, this media hit that I've been chasing finally came through. We forget. And when you write it down, you have like this nice little record from week to week. And I think that that keeps your positive energy going when you reflect on that routinely and you're not sucked into like, of it all. Yeah. I mean, it definitely gives you reminders of what you have accomplished. Not that accomplishment is the be all and end all, but it, it, it they're nice little pick-me-ups. They're little, little sunshine notes of, hey, it's okay. And I think it's all too often we do not celebrate our successes enough. We don't celebrate our wins. And I think it probably has a lot to do with the fact that we're sitting at our desk by ourselves. I'm like, do I high-five myself? <laughs> I, yeah, I, might, you do. I might let out a little woohoo. <laughs> But I, I think it is important to document those. And, and I think that's a great idea to keep track. Of. Yeah, I, I think also, I love what you just said about celebrating ourselves. You know, when you're working on a goal, they always have you build in a reward for yourself. When you hit your goal, there's a reward. But I think that we should build in rewards for ourselves, period. As solo PR pros, why not just reward that you're doing the work and that you are working towards something. It doesn't have to be fully formed for you to celebrate your progress and what you're learning along the way. And so treat yourself, you know, maybe it's a once a month or a once a quarter thing that you do doesn't have to be something big, but, you know, write down a list of rewards that would really motivate you personally 
and build them into your year. Write them in your calendar when you're going to give yourself that reward and sit down right now and plan out the next three, six, or even the rest of the year with your rewards, because that again is a way to keep your, you know, your energy levels high and to be positive. Yeah. I think too, especially coming off the holiday season where, you know, you may or may not have gotten the quote unquote time off you thought you would. And I just mean that, hey, let's face it. It's buying gifts. It's some tough for some of us. It's it's cooking more, right? We're doing holiday meals and they are special things to us and we're glad we do it. But it wasn't, it may not have been actual time off. And a wise person once said to me that I should at least once a quarter have a three-day weekend. And have I done this? No, I have not. But this year I'm thinking, yeah, I probably need to do that. And it's, a, you know, when you plan for it, it's easier to actually have it. And I know this sounds so basic and probably borderline silly, but I have a feeling many of you are nodding your heads of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it in your calendar. I, yeah. you know, last year I had marked off um, three days off the week after next. They were in my calendar. So guess what? Nothing got scheduled. It was already on my calendar. I made an appointment with myself to give myself three days off. And I don't know why I did pick those days last year, but I'm glad that I have this practice of looking ahead and just looking at some days and blocking them off. Now, you also, you know, should block off time for, you know, obviously you want to plan longer vacations for yourself or go away, but don't neglect to plan out those days where you're just off and whatever you choose to do with those days. If you choose to go away for a weekend or you choose to stay home whatever, just have the time off already planned for yourself. And don't, don't give in to somebody saying, Oh, what well, can you meet on that day? No, I'm going to be off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so easy to succumb to, Oh, I can catch up on this or, or that yeah. I have a friend who, you know, she's, she's had an ample break over the holiday and that's wonderful. And she's like, Oh, I'm going to clean up my, you know, my cupboards and we'd wipe this down. I'm like, wow, deep cleaning. That's awesome. I think, when would I ever have time to do that? I'm like, oh, right, because you have time off. (laughs) You have time off. But, you know, there's something to be said for time off, really being time off, too, and a break and and not doing any of those things that feel like work. You know, cleaning and organizing is my happy place. But I've also learned that there is something special about not doing those things and actually having a day off where you just are resting or reading a book or seeing a movie and and not doing work-like things, things that are productive (laughs) and adult. (laughs) Well, and isn't that the key, right? Don't feel like you always have to be productive having a work ethic is a wonderful thing, but I think all too often it can, we can use it as a bludgeon on ourselves of, well, I have, I can't just sit here. I can't just sit here and stare at infomercials all day, even though sometimes that's what you need. You just need to disengage, but you know, don't raise the bar so high all the time. It's okay to just not, you know, Try and think of what what would a perfect day look like if you could do whatever you wanted to do. And I'm not saying like, you know, take the private jet that you don't have somewhere. I mean, realistically, what what would you do? Would it be a novel thing to get your nail, you know, go have a nail appointment at 2 p.m. on a Thursday? 
probably do it. It's those little things that'll get you through. Yeah. But plan it, write it down. I think that's the key to staying positive this year. And and it doesn't mean that we're not going to have those days. And, you know, have your go-to things that lift your mood. Maybe it's a playlist. Maybe it's a friend or a colleague. Maybe it's a particular book that always lifts your spirits. Have your go-tos so that, you know, again, focus on remaining joyful and upbeat and positive this year because there's a lot of things around us in out in the wild in the natural environment that are trying to bring us down and we while we live in this world and we need to participate in it you don't have to let it drain your mood and so we want to make sure that you keep your energy level stable this year and that your enthusiasm for you know living your best life remains high all year long couldn't have said it any better myself and you know doing doing this for yourself will only make you better at your business so well we thank you for listening we thank you for taking this time with us and until next time thanks for listening to that solo life